Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez here with Aaron Keller, and today we have a party going on right now because we have our very own Dawn Baugh, or Dawn Anderson, I Anderson. should say. She recently changed yes. her last name. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and then we have Laura Ritchie with Nothing To It Culinary Center. And Ryan Brock with the Wild Sheep Foundation. So thank you all for being here. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, thank full you. house. Yeah. It is a full house. <laughs> and the reason it is is because we have a lot coming up in a month. So, Dawn, do you want to start with explaining what we have going on next month? Sure. So on February 23rd, 2019, we are going to be hosting several classes, and we're teaming up with Nothing To It Culinary Center, along with the Wild Sheep Foundation and Ryan Brock, and also um, a local brewery, and we have some cooking classes coming up. So we're pretty excited about them. And it's a two-in-one-day kind of thing. A two-in-one. Kiddos in the morning and adults in the afternoon. Very exciting. Yeah. So, Ryan, you're part of the, the morning Correct. part of this with the Wild Sheep Foundation. So what can we expect? Well, this is new to me, and uh, <laughs> I'm the <laughs> education coordinator for the Sheep Foundation. And, and our goal is really to get kids excited about the outdoors, get them into hunting and conservation, and uh, I was trying to figure out something new to try this year. And I can't remember what triggered it, but I thought it'd be really neat uh, to get kids learning how to cook wild game. And so that's uh, w what kind of a, a approach I came to Department of Wildlife, because I know that Don has done this before. And, and from there, we just kind of started working with nothing to a culinary center and, and came up with a game plan. That is a great idea, because I feel like we hear about these cooking classes we do, but I don't know if we have done or at least not recently a kid centered one so it's kind of exciting no, we, we haven't so this is um this is brand new we do a whole series of kids and teens classes at nothing to it but um but this is brand new and we we are super excited for it yeah we really are and then it continues into so we have the morning session which mm -hmm. is for kids and do they bring an adult you said yeah so so we're going to do 12 kids and then each kid will bring an adult with them so 24 total people okay and then we continue at nothing to it into the afternoon with the adult portion right of right. this event and we're going to we're going to pair with them and have we usually offer about 3 recipes um and we'll have Laura talk about those, and then we'll pair up with the local brewery who will bring in um, beers to pair with each different recipe. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was just thinking you spend the whole morning, like, teaching kids, and then you get to have... Adult you know, time in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> if, you're a, parent, if you're a parent, you sign up for the morning thing, and then you figure out how to dish off your kid and you can stay for the second <laughs> class the have, the babies <laughs> have more food and yes. more drinks and <laughs> yeah yeah we've been doing this for quite a few years yes, we, have. we haven't paired with a local brewery yet and we haven't done a kids center one so this is definitely something new than what we've offered in the past with nothing to right. it that's well exciting. i can just tell you um you know, doing our kids' class and our teens' class, what I have found that's been so interesting over the years is when kids cook, they really own it. 
and it becomes a part of what they do. And it's hard for them to say, oh, well, that that's terrible when it was something they created. When they created something, they really take ownership over it. And so we have seen these families, um, you know, their dinner time has changed when kids are in the kitchen and they're involved. And I know um, as a parent as well that when they start eating well and taking care of themselves at an earlier age, you know that's going to stay with them. Exactly. And what fun for the whole family and for their confidence. Mm -hmm. I kind of envy the kids for that, (laughs) being able to cook and be so excited to own it. it, It's great to set their palate at that age, too, to understand. And I think, you know, we always, uh, and we address this in the adult class, too. I think people really get in this rut with cooking, no matter who you are. But you, you know, what are the things we always hear with big game, right? You're going to make sausage, you're going to make chili. Burgers. 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 The same yeah. thing right. every Tacos. time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, so I, I think it's going to be really fun to sort of turn it on its heels a little bit and make a little bit more, um, you know, sort of kid-friendly meals um, with the meat. So I, I, we're just super jazzed. Yeah. And we had you here, it was back in November with Christy Crabtree, and we were talking about everything to do with wild game. And I know we said we do regular classes, but we didn't have any scheduled yet and here we are a month yeah. later with these two classes so i think the yeah. kid the kids class is really intriguing to me um when with my experience like taking my boys hunting there they cannot wait to eat those whatever it is that we've gotten whether it's dove or ducks or well it's kind of like they're the like when do we get to eat it the like follow-up fish? To the hunt. Mm-hmm. we yeah. offer so much for this is how to hunt or getting people out there and being safe while hunting <laughs> well what do you do after and this is kind of a good, what do you do after? How right. do you do this? How do you prepare it? What, you know, what's next? Well, and, and think about like um, how that's going to extend because those kids are going to be in class. You know that they have friends that are going to come to your house at some point. And so they get to share that knowledge with their friends too. So the education is going to be far reaching. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Could yeah, you imagine definitely. being a 12 to 17 year old and already knowing a recipe that you like? Or saying you harvested yeah. this animal right. could go and catch then you cleaned it right. and then you cooked it and then you're sharing it with Yeah, as confident as they are like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, as yeah. confident as they are awesome. with being able to cook something, just picture that, I the mean, whole they, process. the whole process, harvesting mm-hmm. it. And I think yeah. it adds to, you know, a lot of kids, I'm a fifth grade teacher as well, and, and you know, a lot of students that I have really don't understand where our food comes from. Right. Yeah. And so I think when you're hitting these kids and that, that, you know, they're mature enough to kind of start taking on some new things. Mm-hmm. And I know when I take my kids hunting and they see me clean an animal, they're intrigued and they're fascinated and they want to know the anatomy of it and stuff. And I think that for those kids who are out there with their parents, this is kind of that next step for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And it shows this is where that animal is now going exactly and that that adds so during the cooking classes we actually do a a field dressing portion um and that's great for the kids to see what part of the animal it is that they're going to be eating as well Mm -hmm. so it's just a good addition do you guys have some recipes in mind like, what do you think, Ryan? Do you Are you helping <laughs> pick? Like, no, 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 no. You can't see Ryan right now. He's like, no. <laughs> I'm no bringing the kids. <laughs> Once I know what the meat is, then we'll come up with some recipes. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I think cool. we've talked with the youth one of using elk, I think. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was so. just thinking off the top of my head, uh, uh, like a trout one or some sort of fish. We've talked about that before. Because a lot of times we'll be, you know, taking kids fishing and then... If one decides to, he likes the hook a little bit too much, 
then we have to kill it, right? And right. Um, then the, you, you look at the parents and they're like, I don't know what to do with yeah. this. Yeah, they right? pan-sear so, it. They do the same thing every single right. time. Right, so maybe this something way. like that would be... <laughs> yeah, right? deep fry it. That's what we did camping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is a good so idea. That might be a good option, but... Yeah. And then, um, so you, so Christy Crabtree... She'll be there with Nevada, Nevada Foodies. Foodies. She's going to bring her recipe and she always, she always helps out. She's a great addition. Yeah, she does great. Yeah. Her cookbook's great and... Um, you know, because she's so while I can tell you anything in the kitchen, she actually does the harvesting as well. She does the full process. Yeah. So, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm happy to receive the bounty. Yeah, that's right. how I am. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're excited to have Christy on board as well. Cool. And then this one, it's um, Endow's Pat Wadarzik. Yeah, is the one. Providing the brew, yes, that's yes, exciting. with his brewery, yeah. and he's gonna he's gonna pair once we have you know more solidified with the recipes and stuff, and he'll bring options. And what we typically do is we do a demonstration. So yeah. we have the leaders like Laura and Christy who stand up there and kind of present. These are the materials. These are how you cook it and everything. And then at the end, you get to sample everything. So you'll also be able to sample those brews in the afternoon. Right. Nice. So I feel like these classes are going to be very popular. I think. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, all of our classes are popular. We had yeah, a standing room true. last time. We had 65 people in I that know. class. That's yeah. true. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Just, you know what I love about the demonstration? There's something very powerful about our hands-on classes, and that's mostly what we do at Nothing To It. But the demonstration, especially for a topic like this, where so many people are coming from all different, you know, s- places yes some of them are you know my husband's a hunter and I don't you know don't what to do with it or right you don't yeah. I mean you have friends that are coming who you know their next door neighbor's a hunter and then they get to share some of that bounty and so they want to be responsible with it as well mm-hmm. as a chef I love it because um, there's just a different ownership that takes place in the kitchen being that you harvested it and you're seeing it mm-hmm. come to fruition I just um Gosh, it's it's just such a great picture of how how it should come to be and how it should land on your table. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you also get the people who are very health conscious because yes. I think you always say it, you don't get more organic then, than right? yeah right yeah. And then I'm trying to think. There's just a huge variety of people who I would think would want to come to we something get like all this. Different Foodies in general, life, all yeah. different ages. All One of the classes backgrounds. we did. Do you remember? Um, it was a young girl in college who had harvested the bear mm-hmm. that we used mm-hmm. in class. Yeah. She was adorable, and everybody was just like over the moon about this bear. And then when they found out who it was, it was just took on a whole different you know story of its own. So it's not. Yeah, and every once in a while we'll throw in a, a funky type of wild game. We've like, had bear. you know, we've had bear and yeah, mountain no. lion. And we had an instructor yeah. donate moose. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I've never so, tried yeah. any of those. Yeah. At the end of the class, typically, you know, we'll, we'll welcome people. They'll come up and say, oh, I've had this, you know, moose sitting in my freezer and I don't know how to cook it. This was such a wonderful class. Can I donate some back so it can be used for the future? And, and yeah. we welcome that. And I brought this up the other day. I think we were talking about cooking wild game. You can use any type of meat for some of these recipes. Like say you're not a hunter and you don't have access to um, whatever game you guys are making, but you could use 
substitute it for other types of meat well, as well. And, and so that's what's great about the demonstration is that we are able to address those questions. And, and you can talk about, you know, like, why would you use this pan over this pan? And why this technique over the next one? Because once you learn sort of those foundational points of cooking, then it really opens up your freezer and your refrigerator to different possibilities. And you won't just be looking at that meat as like, oh, I'm going to make Venice another burger. Or chili or I'm going to make another chili. Chili again. Right? Yeah. I You're do like, really oh, like the... this time I'm going to put beef in it you know what i mean right like, right <laughs> that's, that's your variation that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's getting and pretty the, much anything you comfort. can make with meat with beef uh, 100%. you can make with venison you can make with moose you can make with antelope so yeah 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 and that's my favorite part i'm not even i always say it i'm not a big hunter but i could use more variation in the kitchen so yeah, <laughs> i think something sure. like this would even benefit well me. and i thought it was interesting you know when we did that bear um that that young girl had harvested Buckets. and we were all commenting on like how tender the meat was and it was really very rich and she said well uh, he'd been eating pine, pine nuts, nuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah right yeah. So you learn something so different than when you just buy something that's that on a styrofoam packaging yeah. in the store. Uh-huh. Um, it lends itself in a whole different direction. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we're out of time for the first half of the show, but we have a lot more to talk about. We'll be right back after this quick break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today, we're joined by a big group of people. We have Laura Ritchie with Nothing To It Culinary Center. We have Endow's Don Anderson. Thank you. <laughs> and then we have Ryan Brock with the Wild Sheep Foundation. So, Ryan, let's start with you. We were talking about how we have two cooking classes coming up on the same day, February 23rd. And the second part will be adults, but the first is kids because you had this idea where you wanted to do a wild game cooking class for kids. So why did you see that as so important? Well, you know, I think it started off with kind of our, our initial vision within the Wild Sheep Foundation and youth and getting them in the outdoors, getting them to respect those wild places and have an appreciation for, for conservation and habitat. And if they don't, as they grow older and they become part of the voting public, they're not then as there's they, if they don't see a need for it, they might not necessarily think it needs to be around there. And so a lot of what we do is teaching education on, on uh, you know, our, our strive to bring back wild sheep to wild places where they used to live. Um, but it's also looking at other concepts and components of, of outdoors. And I think uh, a cooking class is something unique. I like every year to try to, to, to find something else to tweak our education program. And I think this is a way of looking at the outdoors in a whole new different lens. It really is. And something they can use for the rest of their lives, too. Yeah. Yeah. Besides just going to the supermarket and even just buying chicken, you know, the next time they're going to think on, wow, okay, so that chicken just didn't come frozen in a bag that's ready to take out and throw on the barbecue grill. Someone had to get it to that stage. And I feel like this is stuff a lot of people, at least I did, learned later on in life. Like, I didn't learn this as a kid. So what a cool thing for kids to be aware of and understand and have that understanding of the outdoors and, I think and that's hunting. a big point yeah i grew up with my dad and we were constantly cleaning animals on the kitchen counter and mm-hmm. we went through the whole process of packaging them up and, and making them into sausage so i had that appreciation but 
but I'm not able to hunt as much as my father did. Mm -hmm. So my kids see much, uh, a much reduced amount of that uh, than I did. And then I know being in a classroom as well, most of my students have a hard time even breaking out the components of where a hamburger comes from in terms of lettuce and cheese. I mean, they know lettuce grows in a garden and stuff, but really understand it's a very complex process of the food when we go buy it in the supermarkets mm -hmm. and where it comes from. Exactly. And here they see it start to finish. They're start out in the finish. field harvesting it and see where it all ends up. So, and Keller, you have kids too. Can I do. And they love that? cooking. Like I said, in the first half, they love cooking the game that we harvest ourselves. It's, it's a different connection than like Ryan said, like going to in and out or something like that, where you're just going to order it and get it over the counter. It's, it's really cool. I, this is going to be a really interesting class to kind of watch as it goes through and develops. And I bet you it's very, it's pretty popular. We were talking about um, how we wanted to let the listeners know how they could sign up. And we said, maybe we'll just give Ryan's email. Well, I think you're probably going to be pretty surprised at how many emails you actually get. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're we're sponsoring it, so we're going to pay for the twelve kids and twelve adults, right? And uh, as kind of a trial type deal, and see how that goes. And and we thought email still might be the best way with that. Just then, I can kind of manage that list, and and a lot of times having a backup RSVP or a um, yeah registration a wait, list, a yeah, list, yeah, and then yeah waiting list. list yeah. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, is a good thing as well. Right. And while we're on that, so I take it there's still it's is it all open? right now so so yeah could... haven't haven't started taking re reservations yet as of with the recording of this but okay. um, <laughs> we're, we're ready as soon as this goes live i'm yeah. ready to take take some reservations for it it's gonna so. be really cool and so it's your email address yeah then. so my email address is r brock b-r-o-c-k at wild sheep and the event is february 23rd at nothing to it culinary center and what time does this portion so we'll be starting that? at 10 a.m nice okay and then later in the afternoon have the babysitter come pick the kids up right, <laughs> and then is it two o'clock it's 2 30 in the afternoon 2 30 in the yeah. afternoon nice. and yeah. there's gonna be some beer I don't, and yes. I don't know how you're gonna be able to pull it off but you need to serve some wild sheep at the kids yeah. event. <laughs> yeah. in some way you're gonna have to try and get some packages off of somebody that could be kind of fun yeah for sure. I know. I just want to see the. Re it's just fun to see kids. I, I just things. love to see their reactions yeah. and just. I we'll mean, really, at all of our events. And, yeah. post and then we'll and post them. Yes, yeah, definitely. We'll show everyone. Yeah. So, well, it's exciting stuff. And then, um, so we went over times and registration. So, how about for the for the two thirty event? Um, where could people register? So they would go to nothing to it. So they can go to the website www dot nothing to it dot com and that's spelled out or they can give us a call at eight two six cook nice right on. five eight two six cook um or, or they can come by yeah nice yeah. and we'll post we'll keep i saw you did a post the other day and we shared it and we'll keep trying to just follow our facebook pages nothing mm -hmm. to it and great and uh and we'll keep yeah we'll post some social media stuff yeah. and maybe we'll get somebody over there take a couple pictures and video and oh fun yeah. that'd be yeah. pretty fun mm -hmm. yeah so could you explain the format of this yeah. a little bit of what exactly? Absolutely. Walk us so through it. typically what our classes and again these are two unique classes that we haven't held before, but we're kind of going in it hopefully with the same approach where um we do a field dressing intro and then um we usually share about 3 or 4 recipes so each 
presenter, Laura is going to present, um, usually spends about 45 minutes to an hour on each recipe. They bring up their supplies. They talk about all the supplies that they're using and what's going into it. And then they cook it up. And at the end of that, then everybody is served a sample of what it is that they're cooking. And then they'll be paired with a beer as well. Um, and that's pretty much what what the class mm -hmm. consists of so that's a yeah. lot though they, they walk <laughs> like, away with a cookbook so oh they, they get, do they get okay an actual that's cookbook. exciting we put down all the recipes how to cook it and everything so everybody will will walk away every participant will walk away with a handout that has all of the recipes right. and what yeah. they how they present it and how they cook it and it's very um q a right it's very, interactive yes. type class it's not just standing up in the front and one person talking to the whole group Lots it's of questions. like they can stop you at any time and say well why'd you do that or why are you using that knife or yeah and the presenters are always very open to like sharing secrets and like okay now i'm gonna grab this and they're like why did you grab that and some of them are really funny and they're <laughs> like questions. i don't i don't know this is just what i've cooked with and this is what, <laughs> I, know, is what I know right 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 and so yeah. and then laura will come up to the front and she'll say well that's a great choice or you know, maybe that's why you're getting it this way or that's why you're getting a good sear or right. it's because you've actually chosen this. Well, at every restaurant, every, um, excuse me, every recipe, you have what I call our critical control points. And those are sometimes where the recipe can go awry or those are sometimes where you get to make a flavor decision. So you can cook something in oil, right? Like a lot of recipes start off with in a pan, get the oil hot, add the onions and garlic, right? Well, if I brown them, that's going to give me one flavor, if I just let them sweat and get soft, that gives me another flavor. Will the recipe still work? Yeah. Is it going to taste different? A hundred percent. So those are like the nuances in cooking that make it really fun. And, you know, the field dressing, I think, is interesting, too. Um, and this will be really impactful um, for everybody, kids and adults. As chefs, we're always trained in temperature control. But when you are out in the field and you're hunting, caring for that animal from beginning to end is going to determine the taste on your plate. Mm -hmm. Oh, we've heard it so many different yeah. times. So, yeah. um, and it's always fun to, you know, everybody's got a different way to break it down. You know, I took butchering in college and done a lot of butchering. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> when I was with the Four Seasons, that was one of my jobs for a while. So, so I think that's going to be great, especially for the kids to understand that care for that animal, mm -hmm. um, from beginning to end because that's safety will affect too. your outcome mm -hmm. right yeah. it's not and, and it's it's safety and it's how it's going to taste mm -hmm. so right yeah i've learned so much over these the just attending the classes and helping yeah organize them just a bunch of little tricks and techniques and stories like i remember one of the first classes when you told a story about the kid with the one pan the one cast iron pan <laughs> cast iron and then pan. he got iron poisoning wow good memory. what is yeah. this i want to hear yeah this he story. only had one pan <laughs> well he, he got medical conditions and stuff and then he went in and they found out he had iron poisoning and they were like well they tracked it all the way back to he only had one pan he oh. was in college and he cooked all of his food on cast iron and that iron does leach out of the pan and he was just into your food and that's that's and that's all he used and he was susceptible to it and so i mean wow. you can like learn things if you pay attention just like um one of the things another thing i learned is not breaking your meat down too far right away so people will take a big long elk backstrap and they'll butterfly the whole entire thing all the way down into these steaks right rather than leaving it this is what i learned from christy 
rather than leaving it in like one foot sections, a bigger piece of meat holds the moisture better. You can, you have a bunch more options when you grab it out of the freezer. So definitely, definitely like little, think about little tips and tricks. And if you're really into it and you want to butcher your own meat or you want to learn recipes, this is, these are great classes to kind of pick up those little, those little tips and tricks. And then this one on top of it, which we usually don't have, I don't think is the, um, we have beer to pair it with. I know. Just you want to drink with it. Yeah, it's very cool. Taking it to that next level. Yeah. So. Be yeah, we got a lot yeah. of beer drinkers in Nevada, so it should be free. <laughs> yeah. I like to pair it with their big game, that's right? For sure. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yep, that's a great. Yeah. Yep. So, is it exciting for you, Don? Just um, the planning of all this it, of these it's two? It's been exciting. I I absolutely love working, you know, outside of work. Even these classes with Laura and with Ryan, because we do a lot with the Wild Sheep Foundation, and um, they're just wonderful people to work with. So that that's it's always a good reason or a good excuse to get back in touch with them and plan and come up with some creative things to see, you know, what's really going to work and what our communities are looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For me, these, these partnerships have been great. They've been, yeah, they're, they've pushed our education programs to places that we didn't even think they would go. Right. So nothing to it. The wild game cooking classes. I wish we could have a nothing to it in, spread across our states so we could push <laughs> this statewide yeah um, we do see, classes yeah. in las vegas and we have a great partnership down there but there are other towns around the state that they want this type of stuff and with um ryan and wild sheep i mean we've been growing our partnership with wild sheep mm-hmm. for years now and uh it's we got whole events that we have that are scheduled on our schedule annual events that i mean they're just great and we got one coming up I was just going to say, weeks. this might be a good time for yeah. the <laughs> sheep show. Yeah, yeah. So we do our youth wildlife conservation experience every year, and we've partnered up with Department of Wildlife since the beginning on that. Mm-hmm. And every year it just keeps getting bigger. And this year the changes are it's it's been bumped into February. So now it's February 7th, 8th, and 9th, um, right. about a month later. And uh, it's kind of our biggest indoor youth event without a doubt that a couple thousand kids coming through mm-hmm. the three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it's one of the bigger events. We, it's a we, big event. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's big, big for us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so February 9th is the Saturday, and that's open to the public. That's the day that's open to the public, and this is at the Reno Sparks Convention Center. Right. And this event is totally free, so uh, you can bring the kids down, the family, and you don't go in the expo itself. You don't pay to get in. We're right. in the F meeting rooms. And you come down there, and we have a whole bunch of activities. And when you're done and ready, we can actually get you a day pass for the adults to get into the sheep show exhibit hall for free, nice. which is like a $20 ticket this year. Yeah, so. Sounds good. so I'm thinking yeah. you should start by taking your kids to the sheep show mm-hmm. on February 9th. You said February 9th, get them excited about the outdoors and hunting and then sign them up for, for the cooking the class. Cooking <laughs> class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. sign yourself up for yeah. the adult one that yep. afternoon. So, we got to wrap this up, but it was so fun having all three of you here. Thank and you for having us. Of course, and everyone get on and register for these classes and keep an eye on um, Endow's Facebook page. Thank you for listening.
Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.